0: From an audio perspective, I go Oh, you're good. Yeah, you sound sound really good.
1: An industry under pressure, innovation in its finest hour. This is the Oil & Gas Technology Podcast, where sharp minds reveal the brilliance and sheer determination turning great ideas into new realities. Hear about how it happens in real life with your host, Michael O'Sullivan. The views of the hosts are expressly
0: his own and should not be construed as the views of any other corporation, consortium, governing body, or interplanetary federation.
1: So I'm I'm sitting here, um, just looking at my at my trusty oil and gas uh, industry news feed, uh, and I, you know, I don't know. Maybe I need to come up with a. Maybe, maybe I need a new adjective uh, besides trusty, uh, because, you know, I'm just, just, just like you, probably. I'm trying to get a sense of what's going on today in the industry. And, and so what I see here is, uh, let's see, um, just this is just in the last day, day or so. Uh, first, I see a headline that says, America's oil demand is roaring back faster than expected. Now, roaring back, roaring back is a pretty, uh, is a pretty strong, pretty strong, uh, description. Uh, but then on the next one, I see oil opens weak, steady as traders weigh demand and some other, uh, geopolitical tensions that I guess are going on. Um, but then the next one says oil prices slide on worries over China economy and higher crude output. Um... and then uh, let's see i got the next one that says crude oil steadies as investors size up delta's threat to demand and uh oil prices stabilize after monday slide so uh oh and then right after that they extend drop as COVID. now see uh i think that uh, and and it's funny because you know if you if you look like sometimes I look at the headlines and I see that it looks like something's happening you know uh, WTI plummets and so I flip over to look at the price and it's and it's already like 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 thirty cents higher than it was like before the last time I looked at it you know and in between it plummeted and came back so I think that what we need is um, and this is the this is the oil and gas tech. Podcast. By the way, in case I mean, I know you know that because that's what it said when, uh, when you push the button uh, to play it. Also, uh, that's what Mel says at the beginning. So I feel like I don't really have to say it all the time because, because you know what you're listening to. However, because it is the tech podcast, um, maybe this is a good time. Maybe I could solicit if somebody out there has a has an AI solution to basically look at all of everything that's happening in the industry at any given moment. And uh, and 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 use some sort of you know fancy algorithms or I don't know maybe some stochastic modeling or Monte Carlo simulation to come up with what is the most likely scenario that is true at this moment um and maybe i don't know maybe if you want to do a little forward prediction you could also say what is the most likely scenario that will be true in the next two hours and after that i think we just you know it's anybody's guess i don't think i think we just have to stop predicting but if you but if you got a uh, if you if you have that that ai solution then uh get in touch with me and uh, and we'll have you on the show and and we will we'll gladly talk all about it okay this is the Oil & Gas Global Network and the Oil & Gas Tech Podcast is brought to you as always by our very good friends at Cognite. And uh, listen, if you don't know what Cognite, if you don't know who Cognite is and what they do, um, then this must be the first time that you're ever listening to this show because we talk about it all the time. But nonetheless, uh, our friends at Cognite are doing something. Whoa, was just knocking stuff off the desk today. Uh, so, so, the, so the folks at Cognite, Uh, Some amazing stuff with industrial data, automation, and um, uh, they're also, I know they're working closely with, uh, with the folks over there at Boston Dynamics, who I recently had Michael Perry on from Boston Dynamics talking about all the cool robot stuff that they are now doing uh, with with Spot, Spot the Robots. And if you think that Spot sounds like a dog's name, then you need to go look at the video of the robot. But Cognite's working with them, and they're working with other great people around the industry. And I love them because they sponsor this show, Um, but not just because of the financial support, but also because of the great impact that they are having. So check out Cognite.com, or maybe more specifically, go to makedatadomore.cognite.com, and you will undoubtedly learn how to make your data do more. And now let's talk about what we're gonna talk about. Uh, so this is an area of, uh, of tech. you know, of course we talk about technology and innovation on the show all the time, but um, you know, some, some parts of our beloved oil and gas industry, when it comes to all this uh, new digital innovation stuff, some areas tend to hog the spotlight. And uh, and and get a lot of attention. Um, so today we're going to we're going to talk about one that uh, that has not been uh, so much in the spotlight, but uh, at least not in terms of of, of, of of this show and the people that you know want to come on here and talk about stuff. However, uh, some really cool stuff happening in in this particular area, and we're talking about. Trading and how trading gets done, and uh, yes, because all the work that we do to get these hydrocarbons out of the ground doesn't amount to a hill of beans if people aren't buying them and selling them. So, uh, so we're going to look at, kind of, have a look at the at what it's like uh, on the front lines uh, and right there in the in the heart of the action, over where this trading happens, and 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 some remarkable uh, new innovation from a company called Sphere. <laughs> That brings us around to our guests today. I'm sitting here. uh, Actually, uh, we're in the remote configuration today. Uh, We are not at the fabulous Cannon on the west side of Houston, where we do many podcasts, um, because my guest is coming uh, from the to us from the faraway land of London. So I have uh, Ami Kaczynski, uh, who is the CEO. And uh, co-founder, I believe, I think I got that right, of a company called Sphere, uh, and you and you are in London. It must it's like almost dinner time for you. So I appreciate you being here. So so, I mean, sure, thanks for sure. making time. Thanks for uh, having me.
0: It's great. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's good. We um so we were just uh we were just chatting about uh a few minutes ago about uh, how we how we met through a mutual uh um uh, what, what am I trying to say? A mutual. He's not. Is he a colleague? I guess he's a friend. He's kind of a friend. He's like a professional friend, David Kippen, who has uh. A fantastic, um, gosh, and he, he's going to kill me. I just forgot the name of his company. What is it? Aviva.
0: Aviva. <laughs> Aviva, sorry. yeah. Shout out to David. Yeah, thank you very much for the introduction.
1: Uh, yeah, Aviva Brands. David David is a longtime friend and he's great at putting people together. So here we are. And we have a kind of a unique topic uh, today. Well, unique for this show. We haven't really covered this topic um in recent memory so it's going to be really good we're going to be talking about trading and markets and things in oil and gas but first um i mean let's talk about you i know i mentioned you're in london uh and and you started this company recently and Indeed. Um, I, I know you have a long uh, kind of a long history in in technology and software um what else what else do uh, what else do you want to tell people
0: so, um, thanks, thanks for introductions, and thanks for having me again. Yeah. So, uh, my background is from sort of software engineering. Uh, I've been doing that for over twenty years, and uh, in, in a number of companies, and sort of for a large portion of my my career in the context of uh, of oil and gas markets, I'm sort of working in this in in the domain of sort of providing trading systems and trading technology and front office technology to oil and gas traders uh-huh. um, and sort of a few years ago got together with a good friend of mine, uh, Heather Balfour Ortega, and we decided that there's some good ideas we could, we could launch this company around. So we've sort of jumped into it uh, yeah. better late yeah. than ever. And uh, it's been a great ride. Um, we've sort of started uh, actively, actively, doing the actual work you know launching the product out to the market uh, earlier this year in february and it's been it's been a wild and very fun ride since then
1: yeah good good yeah i mean we, we were talking about this just a minute ago before we uh before, before we turn the mics on um my hat's off to you because i've done that uh that early stage company stuff at and and we were we were joking about how neither one of us are youngsters at this point, so it takes a <laughs> tremendous amount of energy and uh, dedication and patience and um and did I mention patience? Uh, but yeah, sure. so so congrats on uh, doing that. Tenacity, tenacity, yeah, you you gotta tenacity, get it. Yeah.
0: It's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy, but yeah, uh, it's got it's got a lot of upsides as well, and it's you know a lot of fun in, in the same thing, and you kind of figure after after working for. Really exciting companies for sort of twenty years, trying different things. Why not try that?
1: Right, right. I thought you were going to say working for the man, but I guess that was <laughs> where you were going with that. So, uh, speaking of those exciting companies, so there was this one you mentioned earlier, this company um, uh, Trayport, which I, I was doing a little bit of, of of homework on you before we before we started, and I did Don't notice, know. I did notice that at this company uh, at, at Trayport for a while, that your title was head of oil. So that. I mean, <laughs> that's. That, <laughs> I, I know that. Now I know that in in uh, in the UK, uh, you know, your titles you like to use you know, head of, which, cause I worked, I worked with a company, I worked for a, a UK based company some years ago. And I always thought that was very clever because it avoids trying to think of all of these different, like, am I a director or a manager of whatever? I just, the head of this, but head of oil seems like a really big job. Like, how <laughs> <laughs> it probably head sounds of, a lot is better. It head of it. all the oil of all oil everywhere? <laughs> what, what, everywhere. Right? Of course. Global,
0: mean? global pan galactic head of all oil. <laughs> yeah, no. Um The, the, the role was essentially a, uh, a leadership role that, that kind of covered the company's uh, focus in trying to expand from its core gas and power European gas and power network business, which has been very successful and been very well established for many years, um, into new asset classes. So that was one of the kind of big challenges gotcha, that, gotcha. that was thrown my way um Amazing. and that hence hence the hence the hence the, the, the impressive <laughs> title
1: yes well okay so yeah so in that case the word oil is sort of being used like we would well, like like a product right like we would say correct exactly product. exactly
0: as a service provider for yeah. you know front office for trading that was the context of gotcha um, gotcha yeah looking very, at um, that push.
1: Excellent. All right, good. So you, so you, so you're no stranger to uh, to the tech world, and no stranger to oil and gas. Um, what? Let's before we get into this. Uh, um, and I think that you guys are doing some really interesting stuff. Um, but like as I mentioned before, we we have a pretty diverse audience for this show. Diverse in many ways, but I, in this case, I mean diverse in the sense that people come from different parts of the industry. So. And, you know, this industry is so big and broad and so complicated that not everybody really understands all the parts. And so in this case, um, let's like we're, we're talking about trading and markets. I know when I looked at your uh, your website, there was something about um, something about the utopian world where voice and electronic come together something like that. Well, there's a there's a tagline there. I don't think I'm getting it quite right.
0: No, you. I mean, you're not far off for sure.
1: Okay. So, so what? So, what is this space that we're vo- voice electronic markets? Let's just kind of put that in context. What, what's the part of the business that we're
0: talking about? So, if you look at the uh, the kind of do, the broader, the general world of oil and gas, obviously trading forms a fundamental part of it for for the vast majority of organizations that deal in these markets. You know, it's it's a very important front, sort of. To, to, to move the stuff around and then t- all the paper trading that happens around it and it's, a, and it's an incredibly complex and uh, sophisticated space.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And one of the things that's evolved over the years, obviously, people have been trading globally, have been trading the commodities um, for, for many, many decades now. And there's been a lot of things that have evolved really far out, and there's been a lot of stuff, a, a lot of elements that have stayed where they have been, pretty much unchanged since the early days of the markets being born. Probably, I would probably say in the, in, in the '70s, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I'm not really mm-hmm. sure when people have actually started trading, you know, oil swaps or gas swaps or basis, you know, swaps and right. that stuff. Right. Um, but really, the focus here on is is on these markets, and there's been there, there's a very complicated and and hybrid and fragmented market landscape has emerged over the over the decades. And if you look at it, um, you got this kind of world of hyper liquid futures markets that kind of cater for some component of that. So we all know, you know, Brent futures, TI futures, Henry Hub. Right. In Europe, we've got the emerging uh, TTF contract that kind of really has become the almost a global benchmark for natural gas. Um, but everybody who's deep in the industry knows that the actual day-to-day trading of frontline folks working in the industry involves trading a lot more than just those kind of front-month benchmark contracts yeah, um, yeah. there's a lot of swaps trading and when we talk about the paper market let's let's just qualify we're, we're really focused on the paper market here and right. the financial derivatives markets and these are you know incredibly uh, broad uh, some might say fragmented um, incredibly liquid in many mm-hmm. places globally traded across many trading hubs like Houston like Singapore London Geneva. Uh, Dubai and so on and so forth. And, um, you know, really fundamental to the structure of the industry. Um, And the interesting thing about those is that to a large extent, they still trade very much the same way they've always traded. So I think around (laughs) about 80%, especially- Of course, of course
1: they do. But everywhere
0: you go in the oil and gas industry, we do
1: everything, I mean, (laughs) it is changing. It's changing everywhere, But but I'm glad to see, I'm glad to know that the trading markets have been no exception to the rule of doing everything the way we've always done it before
0: <laughs> indeed exactly if it's not bro if it's not broken why fix it right
1: it's you know there's some there's some truth in that but anyway so 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 you're saying and i think this is important to understand because if 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 uh if, if we have been because in all the other disciplines and kind of parts of the industry we always what we realize is that in order to really appreciate why we're the the value of some new thing it's important to understand like how has it been done and what were the what were the constraints or the limitations so talk about that a little bit how completely what, what is the what is this what is the the way that wasn't broken that maybe was a little bit broken
0: absolutely and and i would still potentially contend that it's not broken but it can be it can be helped on improved and you know right. as as you come as for us as you know startup guys you know we we've tried to set up a new company out of nothing for us to be viable in any way, you've got to solve a real world problem. There's no point in us trying to think about doing great things, you know, have like theories in our heads that don't actually bind to what yeah. the traders yeah. in the frontline actually need eventually so, people figure out that you're not solving a real world problem I, I exactly <laughs> exactly into your point from earlier on. you can on, get away with being, it for a little while but then they figure it out yeah it completely and that's that's not a very exciting proposition for us to spend our sort of
1: <laughs> you know no, our
0: time and our energies uh, are doing you want to solve a real world problem and you want to you know one of the important things obviously to constantly requalify and, and check that you know that sort of we call it the market fit right in the startup Right,
1: exactly, right. and
0: and and I think going back to this this kind of landscape I was drawing earlier on of, of a world where f- people trade via voice and generally are quite content doing so. I think, at last count, and and I'll zoom slightly further into the sort of the oil market here because that's mm-hmm. our initial focus at this point in time. Um, the I think roughly eighty percent of the liquidity still trades via voice. So it's it's enormous notional values, you know, flying yeah. around. Uh, across uh, all the different segments of that refined barrel. You know, your light ends, right? Your 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 fuel oils, the the middle distillates, some yeah, the great the various different grades of crude. So it's an enormously complex and, and rich market. So I want to let me just pause. Like, don't lose your train of thought, but I just want to pause on that
1: a second because mm. that's really interesting because. I think um, with all of the the advancement of computers and software and everything over the last 25 years I think we we tend to imagine that most things get done that way but um but, but what you're saying is that the vast majority of this trading happens by like like people talking to each other on the phone or exactly how, right. or however they talk to each other right exactly. I, so that so that's fascinating because I don't know I think I think um, I don't know about anybody else. Uh, uh, our faithful listeners may may be smarter, but I, I always just kind of thought like like we like that doesn't happen anymore. Like that's that's like what you see in old movies, right? Like you, <laughs> like, but these no, guys, like like people yelling at each other on the phone and uh, you know and saying and and trying to, to to get a trade done. So that so that's still how it's done then.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a huge common misconception, I think, in popular culture, if you will, that trading is like a guy in front of 20 monitors clicking buttons and never talking to anybody.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's the image, you know, that (laughs) classic
0: image of that equities trader and like a bunch of charts, uh, always looking at charts um, and doing everything by clicking or maybe even algorithmically. It's not humans anymore in many markets. It's literally computers and AI doing a, a ton of the trading. That's actually when you move out of the sort of the equities markets and maybe some of the effects markets and you move into the institutional trading arena, and this goes beyond commodities, frankly, Sure. certainly beyond 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 gas and oil. But even if you move out and and zoom out in a lot of institutional trading between, you know, in fixed income in all its various different flavors uh, across commodities. There's actually, one would argue, a majority of the trading still or a large proportion of the trading still takes place exactly as it always has. Guys on phones, the phone technology has evolved a little bit. There's a great company (laughs) that we engage with, we're partnering with called Cloud9 that have digitized the infrastructure. That that takes that where the data flows. So they've turned it into a cloud solution with an internet, <laughs> and, you know, over the internet. But fundamentally, it's still a speech. So uh, a human, you know, a human trader talks to another human trader or a, a broker who intermediates between two human right. traders, and it's all done by voice. Wow!
1: Wow! Okay. So that um, uh, so that that's really interesting. So I can see now where you're. Um, so when you're coming in and saying. Um, uh, well, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to what you're doing, but now I understand why what you're doing is is uh, is so interesting um, in the market. So that's so so this voice method is is what's been happening, and I think uh, I don't remember if you already said this or or you said this earlier when we were talking. But um, there's been predictions, right, about like it going
0: electronic for a while. Yeah, absolutely, and and a lot of people have been trying. There's been a constant stream of of very you know complex or less complex or ambitious and less ambitious you know organizations and people and companies have been trying to come up to these markets and say hey change everything do do things the way every like equities have done it or you know certain you know liquid electronic markets have done it you know you know you go to natural gas uh north american natural gas traders and you know henry hub is completely you know electronic but then there's so much that doesn't. So why don't you put everything on a, on a screen? Is that's the, that's the market sort of language. Put it on a screen. Right. Um, right. And uh, traders have kind of shrugged and carried on over the years. <laughs> Make me, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, there's a lot of benefits to it. I think these are highly intelligent, highly competent people, and they've got a lot of good reasons to do what they do. And I think as vendors, as service providers, our, our approach, especially when it comes from technology, our solution should be something that actually, like we said earlier on, solves problems. So if this isn't a problem, there must be something else. But, you know, trying to sort of, it's almost like trying to fit the market around a solution that isn't really, you know, a solution looking for a problem a little bit. Yeah, is the description. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you yeah. get that sense. So I I are, you know, I think that a a more interesting way to think about the problem would be to think about, okay, this is what the market is. It is, it is and and how can we uh, generally how can how can technology come in, not just we, just generally, how can technology come in and help and and find areas where you can help those guys work better? Right. That's what I'm saying without
1: telling them that. I mean so, I spent a lot of years in consulting. And if there's one thing I learned, it's uh, that walking into a room and saying you need to change everything is usually not like the best way to. Not a good strategy. <laughs> get started. Yeah.
0: So, um, same thing if you're trying to sell tech. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The first time I did that, the guy looked at me and said, uh, she'll validate your parking on the way out. And.
0: Uh- <laughs> Okay, <laughs> especially oh. when you're dealing with huge legacy companies that this yes. processes in place and habits and you know, this is their lives, you can't just like barge. Right, in.
1: exactly. So, so you're so 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 what you're saying is let's take an approach that says we don't need to, we don't want you to change everything, but we can not come in and, and and give you more tools, more, more options, more, um, you know, more ways of doing what you need to do. Is that is that kind of the approach?
0: Exactly. Exactly. And and the, the key the key questions are: What are the difficulties? You know, you kind of look at well, what's hard at the moment? Where where can, right. you, where can you help? And if you look at it, what's happening is because the markets evolved the way they have, and because of the natural complexity of things, uh, what happens is fragmentation is huge. So, having said everything I've said about how prevalent voice still is, there is some component of digitized data or electronic trading, let's say, or other sources of electronic data that people are consuming all the time. So there is there is that sort of, we call it the hybrid world.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: and also when we say voice, voice is a very broad bucket. Inside there you would have actual voice conversations, but I would sort of wrap into it, the whole I am phenomena of people sort of you know chatting over ch- chat networks, so you know mm-hmm, they'll mm-hmm. be using ICE IM or WhatsApp, or you know in other right. markets people would use Bloomberg, but it's a it become it's become a huge component of what people do. So if you think of again, put yourself in the seat of that trader uh, working for a major you know institutional desk at at a, at a at a gas or an oil trading company, they'll be sitting there. They'll have a hot you know an array of 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 information hitting them from all these various different sources, you know, voice, people shouting down at them, numbers all day long, you know, bids and offers and what's happening right. in the markets. And, right. and then yeah, These are not
1: low-stress jobs, but that's these another component here, right? So um, yeah. besides the immediate stress that's on you and all those things that you just said, there's also kind of the weight on your shoulders that says, if I get this wrong, there's going to be people who are very upset with me, right? Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And it's incredibly volatile, as we all know, right? right. Because it's, right. it's impacted by so many things. Uh, right. and sometimes really random things. Sure, uh, um, So yeah, unpredictable. Unpredictable sure. events in the Middle East, for example, is yeah. one of the most classic examples, but there's yeah. many other things, weather. And so it, it's very volatile. It's very, it's, it's a dangerous territory. You know, it's very fragmented. Information comes from everywhere. You know, audio, if you even think about the senses, you have to consume it from, with your eyes, with your ears. Uh, you have to consume, you know, static information, more slowly moving the information as well, as super fast information. So what we thought about is, is there a way to sort of put that together for the trader and help them a little bit by effectively consolidating all that stuff?
1: Yeah. So let's talk about that. Let's, so, so we get the picture now. um, And everybody listening to this has decided that they don't ever want to go into trading. So we got that, we got that out of the way because it's too difficult. Um, So, (laughs) so what, um, what, uh, and so you guys had this idea to, it said, Hey, we think we can, do something and take aim at that world and make it better um which obviously is not for the faint of heart so what what did you do and so let's like fast forward to like we can skip over all the part where you were you know like 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 starting up the company and everything but now you now you got something and you're out there um mm-hmm. w-
0: w- w- what does it do fundamentally um it's uh it's a it's a Tech, clever technology, AI based that is able to consume all these different feeds of information and consolidate them consolidate those into a single interface for the trader to sit in front of and see the data all in one place. So it for example, if there's a, a you know information coming down through a voice channel, information about prices, you know bids, offers, what's traded, what's happening, all that stuff, we kind of listen to that. We turn that into numbers on a on a screen, on an app, on your screen, on your mobile phone, on your on your desktop computer. Same thing: a whole bunch of unstructured text that comes to you through um, chat systems. Mm. We can t- turn that into bids and offers across a you know a, a a an oil curve on on the right product where it's actually been quoted, all on the screen. And along with that, we merged in there functionality that allows you to trade electronically. Through the same sort of market structure with the brokers, so you can actually post messages that's that that are essentially uh, bids, offers, you know, express intent to undertake, you know, position taking in the market through our through our product directly to your brokers, to other market participants. So it's kind of a way of of evolving um, and offering new optionality without actually requiring anybody yeah. to change anything that they're doing. Okay. So, um, so what could be better than that? Um, nothing, I, all right, I, I I sure do.
1: nothing could be better. <laughs> um, uh, all right. I got a couple, I got a couple mental notes and all that stuff that you just said there. So the first thing is, um, so this is a new, this is a whole new take on how AI is being used in the industry, which is always interesting. Um, cause I assume that what you're talking about there is, is so if, and if I got it right, what you're explaining is, You're taking all of this stuff, uh, a lot of which is being communicated by voice, and you're turning that into like actual structured, either voice or unstructured data. And you're turning that into structured data that can populate a system that you can execute transactions on. Is that That's right. That's that's exactly right. right. That's exactly right. So my next question is, holy cow, how do you ever get anybody to believe that that's going to, that that's going to work? Because <laughs> work really hard <laughs> Like because my, because my first thought is, uh, You know, like I've seen what happens when I try to just do a transcription of a video and I have to go back and, and, you know, with the automatic transcription stuff and I have to spend the next like 45 minutes editing it. So, so, I mean, this is very bold what you're doing, right? Because there's a lot, there's a lot riding on the fact that you got it right when you, when you turned all this unstructured data into structured data
0: it's a big challenge for sure and no that's one of the reasons nobody's done it before and i think we're sort of leading leading the way on this one i don't believe there's any other system out there that does that and we've obviously done our research on this and also we do it really well we don't just do it we actually do it really well because we spend we spend a lot of this is the bulk of the time we spent before we launch the product is we spend a lot of the time perfecting how the ai actually works the, the speech recognition effectively and what we call natural language processing or right. nlp which then processes the text that is transcribed from that voice. And, and again, understanding all this in the context of these markets, because it's all very unique. You know, the markets yeah, have yeah. their own lingo, their own terminology, even the accents. You know, earlier on, you and I were, <laughs> yeah, we're chatting about how global this industry is. You've got yeah. folks from every corner of the world tra- operating in this in these markets. Um, we onboarded guys just from, from, in Asia uh, just today, earlier on today. Um, and um, you, you, you just get these, you, you, you have to cover for that. As we all know, accents make uh, voice recognition even more complicated. Sure. So we I had know. to spend a lot of time in customizing, and that's really the AI component I mentioned, is customizing the, the model, the engine, to be able to understand the language and the writing, effectively, the terminology of the oil market and turn that into that structured data, which you, you described that perfectly. Is turning unstructured speech, sort of audio and text, into structured data, and then combining it with natively digital or you know electronic data, so that you can kind of get the both get the best of everything.
1: Yeah, th- that is. Um, so the part that's amazing to me is not so much the the first part about turning all this stuff into structured data. Um, the part that's that's remarkable is doing that with a degree of precision that you know and it's not just a matter of interpreting the words that were said but it's then about mapping that into what does that mean in terms of
0: you know what type of an order is this or that's or one of the hardest thing actually the yeah. mapping is actually one of the hardest things because yeah um, one of the biggest yeah, i can charts.
1: i might understand the words you said but now i got to turn that into what what kind of a transaction does that look like and how do i populate a structured data base
0: right absolutely like, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> There's so many little examples. I can give you a small one just now. Sure. Which is an easy one to compare, but um, somebody just quoting a spread, right? Everybody trades spreads all, all, all the time. So right now the front spread is going to be an Aug-Sep, right? August, September spread. Mm-hmm. Buy August, sell September. Um, if a broker, I'm a trader sitting here and I have, you know, 20 brokers shouting down numbers at me all day long. They'll all be shouting Aug-Sep at me all day long. What are they actually talking about? Which product? Right? Is this is this is this is this one of the one of the twenty uh, you know propane products? Is it is it is it maybe in one of the gasoline products? Maybe it's a naphtha uh, you know product. Who knows? What are they actually speaking about? So we have had to put a lot of stuff in there that makes sure that we know. Oh, he, this guy is speaking specifically about you know about uh, I don't know uh, naphtha mopj you know yeah, yeah, yeah. benchmark. So. That, that is really where some of the biggest challenges are.
1: Okay. Yeah, I can, I can, I can only imagine that. That's actually mind blowing. Uh, like I said, maybe, um, maybe some other people are out there going, Oh yeah, I get that. But that, that <laughs> one, that one's crazy. Um, so let's, so, so it's, it's remarkable the capabilities. One thing that I always like to talk about, um, because, um, if I'm a, if I'm a customer, if I'm somebody, so let's say I'm somebody who's listening to this and uh, I go, wow, that sounds, that sounds fantastic. I'm sold. Now there's the whole question of how do I actually get it and use it, right? What's the implementation like? What, how, how, how easy, how disruptive is it? How easy is it for me to deploy? Um, So what does it look like if you're, if you, if you're bringing a new customer on board, how do they go from not having this to having this?
0: It's in, this is one of the fun stuff about doing technology today versus when I started in technology, and even 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 ten years ago, things were so much more complicated with the advent of cloud technologies and and just the just the way that people think about implementing things these days, it makes right. things so easy. Um, so you know it's one of the one of the things where we we could literally onboard you, uh, within minutes get things going literally if you're using. Particularly. Well, any, part. anything can be measured in minutes. So what? Let's. How many minutes? How many
1: minutes are we talking about? Five minutes. Okay. So how? So what is that? So walk <laughs> me through that. How? What? Like what happens? What is? What is my it's life really like for those five um, minutes?
0: You know, I mean, I think with big with big companies, obviously, there's a lot of approvals, processes, compliance, security, infosec, things you have to go through. So I'm not, I don't want to belittle those. Yeah, there, of course. There's always course. those things, yeah, yeah. but that's kind of beyond our control. We just walk, right. walk our way through these. We're very experienced in dealing with them. And, you know, so far we've managed to sort of be as efficient as possible. But these are large organizations with many stakeholders. But in terms of the work from our side and the, 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 the actual work, you know, the effort required to get to get. The user to experience the product, it's really simple. They just express an interest. Um, we add a co- we we create an account for them. Once we've done basic checkups, you know, and uh, validation of their sort of uh, uh, corporate account, if you will, their email address, mm-hmm. they're onboarded. Then, if they want to get the voice communication coming in, they just need to ask us. Or we need to ask on their behalf to approve it with our partners at Cloud Nine, which is the communications platform again that they use. Mm-hmm. And it starts happening; the magic starts happening. It's really straightforward and very, very easy.
1: That's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't even know what to. I don't even know what to ask you
0: about it anymore because
1: that's. <laughs> you know, that
0: so it's pretty cool. I mean, one thing <laughs> I think it's worth worth explaining because it, it initially we find that when we when we pitch this to to, to people they there's always this thing where people get a bit confused about voice activation, voice recognition. There's a lot of confusion. You know, people would think about their experience with using Siri or Alexa or talking to their car and just Mm -hmm. getting really frustrated. Or, you know, those moments where the car voice recognition starts thinking you're talking to it, starts asking you, you know, I'm sorry, (laughs) I cannot do that. You know, that's not the goal of the system is not to try and replace Activity with voice activated. We actually don't do anything voice activated in that regard. We don't. Uh, we don't. We don't think that there's an appetite for people to trade electronically via voice, for example, to have so to sort of have a voice activated, you know, digital process. That's not so much uh, an attraction. We, where right, we find right. that the real adra- the real attraction or the real benefit here is, if I'm a trader and all this information is constantly coming at me, um, and it's kind of disappears. If you think of the Voice is amazing for expression and for speed. There's two things that you just cannot beat with voice, which is I think one of the main reasons that the markets are still heavily dependent on it. You can you can um, transpose or transfer so many emotions and 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 nuance and information mm-hmm. sure. via voice conversations, and you can actually do things really really quickly. So for for example, if you're a trader and you receive uh, a bid from a broker. Uh, via voice you could just go done and you're done you've you've traded you know it's so easy you don't have to click and find am i at the right app or you know there's people think you know electronic is really fast but there's nothing faster than just pressing a button on your desk and saying done that's a deal right 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 yeah yeah. and that yeah you know so we don't want to we want to actually that, that's a great thing, and that's, that's something you want to reinforce almost. But think about it. What if you were not at your desk for 10 minutes because you are doing something else? You came back. What, what about what happened in those 10 minutes? Sure. How do you catch up? So you need to go and look in chat systems and kind of scroll up and down and find and maybe go and ask your brokers again, what's going on? Has there been any changes? And So what we try and do is we've been receiving the data for you. So you come back to your desk and it's all waiting for you on the screen, very neatly organized in sort of a spreadsheet type view. You can see what values are and what's going on and catch up. You can have meetings. You can see it on your mobile phone when you're out to lunch. Um, So you can keep track of things. So it's it's that element of efficiency. And then on top of it, we still give you the option to do things in a more electronic way where you can then relay messages, relay bids and offers in a pure electronic form To the rest of the market for times that that is the appropriate thing for you to do and traders love the ability to to traverse that so you sort of fragment the environment and capture the data and i think one of the other really interesting things that that you know companies are finding is that this information you know from a historical perspective has effectively always dissipated into nothingness even companies that have recordings you know, there's no historical record of it. You know, there's recordings, but who's going to sit there listening to recordings from the last 10 years? Right, looking for that part where I said done. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So from a compliance perspective, you have the recording and if you have to, you have to you can always pull it back. But from what about analytics? What about trying to get insight from all the stuff that you've done? I mean,
1: it's one of the Right, right,
0: right, yeah. Right, if you look at the financial markets, you look at what other markets are doing, this historical data, is, is immensely powerful for planning into the future. With yeah, these that, markets. That is,
1: that is, that, that, I mean, and that fits squarely in, like that, that's one of the central themes of digital transformation across the industry, right? Is exactly. we have all this data that gets, in. everywhere you look, there's enormous amounts of data that has always been produced one in one way or another. Um, and it's typically always been produced for the purpose of whatever the function is that it serves. Um, but what can we learn from that data? What insights can we get and how can we kind of channel that back into what we're doing so that we do it better? I mean that that's that's exactly that's everywhere. So so here, so the same thing here. And it, except in your case is more of a challenge because the data that's being produced over the years was, was phone conversations that got recorded.
0: Right exactly. And in many cases not even recorded.
1: In many yeah. cases. Right. Maybe intentionally not recorded. Um Potentially. No, that, 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 that is, eh, that, that is really remarkable. I can't imagine that, um, I don't even know how you have time to do this podcast with me right now because you've got to have people banging down your door, uh, to get, uh, to get this, to get their hands on this. The thing too about, um, that you mentioned about, cause I remember, um, I did very early in my career. I did spend some time, uh, before I sort of went, you know, more, in the oil and gas direction i spent some time in uh, the financial world and i do remember that that was one of the most stressful things for traders is you can never leave your desk um you know and and when you leave your desk it's your you know the stress compounds because uh just exactly as you said you got to come back and now what did i miss and so so that ability to 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 disconnect and but still be sort of uh Disconnect from the, you know, physically, but still be connected to what's happening. Um, that's got to be, that's got to be huge for people.
0: We think so. Yeah, we think so. And 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 having the optionality to, to, to get involved when you need to. So if you're in a meeting, you can just check up on your mobile to see what's going on.
1: Yeah. yeah check yeah, it yeah, out. Yeah.
0: Okay, nothing's different. Nothing's interesting. Oh, something's just popped up. Okay, that's, that looks interesting. Let me just engage with it straight away or maybe step out. It's, it's it's optionality. You know, traders love optionality and that's yeah. what we're trying to offer without trying to kind of force a change or implement a change. And, you know, and the thing is you get everything in one place as well. Let's imagine you have a market that's very hybrid, that has an electronic trading component and an electronic voice trading component, which happens quite frequently. Many of these markets have, you know, maybe 15% trading electronically through some system, but right. then 85% trading through voice and am Having seen all that together in a single, what we call stack of prices, so all the bids and offers are together and you can see what's the best bid in the offer. So sometimes maybe the electronic prices are gonna be a bit wider and the voice market's gonna be inside that spread and it's gonna be you know where the actual trading takes place. But then suddenly somebody might come in and, and you know, bid or offer into that spread and their price is gonna be you know electronic, firm, executable, at the best of the market. And you want to know that and you want to see that, how does that pitch against? So it's creating an element of transparency for the traders as well, to be able to kind of make, make better yeah, yeah, decisions. Yeah.
1: I can see that. Well, anyway, I guess you know what you've done is, uh, to borrow a a, a term from uh, from software design, you've added a layer of abstraction, right? Um, yeah, very very so much so. So now, I, love so that, now yes. I don't even have to care. I, I don't even have to worry about, as things over time evolve and, you know, more things are being done electronically or more things are being done, like, like, because it doesn't, it's, I don't have to change the way I work if the, if the industry sort of changes what it does most commonly in various situations. Right. So yeah. I, don't, I don't have to, so I don't have, I don't have to worry about, about, okay, things are changing and now I got to learn how to work differently because, because you got that kind of that, you've <laughs> kind of an interface to, well, and you said that at the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's very excellent. much
0: so. And I think specifically for for these markets, for for oil, for for some of the gas markets, for some of the LNG markets, this could be a really exciting proposition because because they are they do have this immense complexity and fragmentation, which are fairly necessary by the very nature of the complex flows of the you know the energy right, markets sure, sure. and, and yeah. different the complexity of the actual underlying products. They are very complex products with all different grades and different uses. And then, and, and, and I think that that's, there's nothing you could do about that in terms of you're not gonna change the market structure, but maybe right. you can make it a bit easier and better for the guys who actually have to operate within that right. space.
1: But you kind of put a wrapper around it and now everybody yeah. can work in a, in,
0: a, a, uh, in a
1: consistent way. It, it It's fantastic stuff. Um, uh, I it, actually, this has been really, uh, this has been great for me personally, cause, cause I think I said at the beginning, uh, I, this is one area, part of the industry that I don't know a whole lot about. So that was really, that's interesting stuff. I'm looking at, uh, looking at the clock. I think we're getting at that point where we probably ought to wrap it up. But, um, uh, uh how do, so people want to learn more about this, uh, about you, about what you're doing, um, uh, where do they look, what do they, or if they just want to learn more about the, about this part of the industry.
0: So I think to to find us, obviously, our website is just sphere.buzz, B-U-Z-Z. uh, Um, Unfortunately, we're a young startup, the .com domain <laughs> was taken, we have to go with that. But yeah, yeah spear.buzz will get we you- We will you, I think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. One day we'll be rich enough to buy it if it's available for sale.
1: Spear.com, Spear.com. it's $450 million. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> probably, probably. But Buzz is kind of cool. We actually thought it was kind of funky when we first funded yeah, the, founded yeah. the company a couple of years ago. We thought, yeah, it's nice, it suits. So yeah, yeah, we went with yeah. that. So sphere.buzz, you could just, uh, you know, it's a very, very, it's a very, it's a start. It's a, it's an early um, webpage. Cause like I said, we only launched in February. Um, but uh, that, that's a great way to get, get a bit more information right. and actually reach out. There's like uh you can reach out and get in touch from there. Excellent. Then, yeah.
1: I, and we'll put, we'll put links to all that in the show notes as well. And to your, to your LinkedIn. Thanks very much. Um, well. Anything else uh, for, for people to... To, I think I
0: think generally when it comes to the to the, to the trading, you know, it's just more about the, the the trading aspect of the industry and that there's, there's just so much to get through. But I mean, I think there's uh, there's tons yeah, yeah. of different resources um, that one can find online for for that stuff.
1: Right. Okay. Excellent. Um, I do have to I do have to say that um I was so the whole time I was looking for that we've been talking I was looking for an opportunity to make a Haste Fury joke, but I never
0: <laughs> I just never. <laughs> You've just given me a terrible idea. Like it's actually something it.
1: cool. I, I couldn't work it anymore. So, all right. This so, appealed to my inner geek. Yeah. Okay. Well, that we'll be looking for that feature to come out uh, pretty, pretty soon. <laughs> Your product team is going, oh, geez. Um, uh, all right. So, uh, thank you, uh, Ami Kaczynski. Thanks so much for uh, making time. I know that, uh, let's see, it's. It's it's something like five p.m. for you right now, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just about, you know, so yeah. it's it, you should be. Um, I mean, you're going to be late for the pub. Really, is what's happening. So <laughs> so so I I got a few more things I gotta I gotta say here just to wrap up. But but thanks again and uh, really pre- appreciate you. And you know you're early in the in the stage here, um, and I know you do have some real customers. But but maybe we'll come back and do an episode again in a few months and hear uh, and hear kind Would of how are going Would
0: love to. Would love to. All right. All right, thanks, again. thanks for having me. All
1: right, folks. Once again, Ami Kaczynski from a company called Sphere, doing great things for the uh, for the trading side of uh, the buying and selling part of this uh, this great industry. So, uh, so congrats to them on their great success. Just a couple of more things to, uh, before we wrap up. And uh, as you know, the Oil and Gas Global Network (OGGN) uh, is the largest, most listened to network of podcasts, um, dedicated solely. At, at, and I, I was about to say to the oil and gas industry, but we are, we are embracing the energy transition at OGGN. And we now have, uh, have, have shows and other content that are, are looking at, at the whole, the whole gamut. Uh, all energy is good energy, presumably. And, uh, so we now have, um, uh, we got something, we got a show from Jose Solis called Energy Scale-Ups, and uh, we got Journey to the Energy C-Suite with Ryan uh, Sanford, and, um, and coming very soon, um, and depending on when you hear this, well, actually, you're going to hear this one pretty quick, but, um, but coming soon to OGGN, a brand new podcast uh, which is going to be sponsored by uh, by our friends at Amazon Web Services, and this uh, this podcast, which will be hosted by by the Honorable Joe Batir, who is also, by the way, uh, a a geothermal. He's a geologist with uh, specialties in geothermal. Anyway, Joe's a great guy. Um, so now you're kind of getting the idea of what the podcast is about. It is called Low Carbon Solutions, and. Uh, it's about exactly that. So you're not going to want to miss this one. So tune in. And uh, if you ever want to know, like, what are all the uh, these OGGN guys, they seem to do a lot of podcasts. Well, go to OGGN.com. Uh, click on the little thing that says podcasts or tap if you're tapping, click if you're clicking. And lo and behold, you will see all the podcasts that we offer. I think we're up to 14 or something like that. Now, uh, you can also read a little bit about all your favorite hosts and, uh, you know, uh, find out things about them that you probably never needed to know, but, you know, makes you feel a little closer to the family. OGGN is also, besides the new podcast and all the other hoopla, we have started up the legendary, restart, restarted the legendary OGGN podcast happy hours. Now these are just in Houston right now. We're hoping to get back out to the other cities as well. Um, before too long but if you're in houston um or you're visiting houston sometime around the the last thursday of any given month then show up at the canon uh you can buy tickets in advance but if you forget don't worry show up at the canon uh on Britmore, uh, our favorite place where we do a lot of stuff and we have a great we have a great industry mixer you get to like rub shoulders with other people in the industry and also we always have a an excellent panel discussion uh, uh where we um uh, we tackle i mean we get into a, a wide variety of subjects that are that are uh that are key to the industry right now and as always discussed by the oggn rotating panel of experts so you don't want to miss that uh just you know uh, go, go look us up on linkedin and you'll see all this stuff coming at you all the time and uh and and, and it's 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 fantastic so that is going to wrap it up for today. As always, thanks to our fabulous sponsor, Cognite. Make day to do more. .cognite.com. Please show our sponsors some love. We do love our sponsors at OGGN because remember, without them, there is no us. And without us, you have nowhere to go for all of this amazing content. And, of course, thanks to our audio fixer guy, Mr. Mac Roman, who always makes us sound great. And final thought, just remember, uh, as I like to say, especially whenever your friends uh, start giving you a hard time that uh, you're in that old-fashioned oil and gas industry and uh, we're a little behind the times when it comes to the uh, cool stuff, just uh, give, them, give them the history lesson that you've heard me say before and, uh, and explain to them that we were tech before tech was cool. <laughs> Check us out next week for another entertaining and yet useful episode of Oil & Gas Tech Podcast, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGGN.com.